Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Thank you all for joining us. This is the Intermittent Podcast of Mount Rainier Christian Center. This is Pastor Tyler, and I got my trusty sidekick here. Yes, Pastor Brent, and uh, we are stoked for this podcast today because we have a special guest with us hailing all the way from the office next door. It's <laughs> our youth pastor, Pastor Josh Wiedemeyer, and uh, we're just really stoked to have him on. It's going to be a lot of fun, uh, a lot of good Thanks, playful guys. banter, a lot of good talk yeah. about youth ministry and, and just heart stuff. It's good. Yeah. And Josh grew up in the church, spoiler alert, so uh, lots of 90s and early 2000s oh, worship uh, yeah. references. Oh, man. So, oh, gosh. Josh. So if, you, if you're here for that, we're, we got you. Oh, yeah, 100%. Josh, yeah. how did you show up at MRCC? Yeah, yeah first and foremost, I just want to say thank you for you guys for, for inviting me on. Be, I'm actually the first guest. Um, I'm the office you next are. door. First guest, I might be the, you know, I might be a permanent stay here, trying to get myself a job here. Uh, but I'm just really honored to be the first guest on the Intermittent Podcast. Good morning, good evening, uh, good afternoon, whatever time you're listening. Uh, I'm really working on that tagline, but I really appreciate these dudes. I really appreciate the vision and excited to be here. But yeah, thanks. Thanks for inviting me on, guys. I'm just real honored. Uh, really think cool things are coming ahead for this. And as we dive deeper into, you know, online church and what that looks like. But um, if you're listening today, um, you know, be sure to follow, share, um, <laughs> tell your friends. There's a lot of big stuff coming, a lot of content. But but yeah, hey, just to, to you know, um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a brief overview. I'm a, I'm a pastor's kid, grew up in the church. Um, uh, we moved around a lot growing up, so I kind of have... Um, some stuff there, um, moving from church to church, school to school, constantly growing up. Um, I was a sports kid until middle school, then um, I got really into music um, and uh, got my first drum set. And, and started you, oh, sorry, you yeah, were go. in two bands, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my, my whole thing was I actually, I was pretty good at baseball, um, but my whole thing was I quit that to play drums, and I always wanted to be in a metalcore or a pop punk band, and um, you know, I kind of took that pretty seriously, so I quit sports and would run home from school and play drums every day. Um, and then I was a music major actually in college. I went to Northwest up in Kirkland, Washington, really awesome school if any of you guys are, have students interested in ministry someday. Um, I was a music major there. I'm um, really cool. I gigged in some bands. Um, one of them was kind of turning into a part-time job. Didn't work out. Uh, kind of got left with nothing, but I still loved music, so I started pursuing music ministry. One thing led to another. Um, I got an internship here with Brent um, when Zach Cash was the youth pastor, and we were actually worship interns um, just as we both grew and developed through that. Uh, we found that we had other gifts um, that we discovered along the way. I think Brent would attest to that, too. And uh, we're in different positions. We're not music positions at all, actually. Neither of um, us. <laughs> yeah, so God had a different plan. Uh, I'm the youth pastor now uh, two years this month, actually. Two and then Brent's Brent um, was my trusty assistant. Now he's Tyler's trusty assistant. But even better than that, he's uh, worked his way up, moved his way up to being the group's pastor here, which is dope. Really excited for him. Um, and for that journey. Um, but hey, if you are interested in being an intern at youth, that would be sick. Looking for an assistant. Uh, shameless plug. Yeah, how has, uh, how has that been? Stacking some chairs. And <laughs> since Brent chairs. left, there's just nothing that compares. There's nothing. That's not I'm true. just kidding. That's I'm just kidding. True. But yeah, super proud of Brent. Super proud of Tyler. 100% for what's the said. next assistant that you get will be 10 times better than Brent. Well, I hope they're at least taller than Brent, I guess. That's a hard... Maybe more nerdy. That's I really need help with all the nerdy Brent things. Is tall. If you can't yeah. tell by my voice, I am six foot four. I am seven eight. <laughs> if you cannot tell by my voice, I am seven eight. I have eight. a very deep voice, which means I'm very tall. That's not always true, but I am six foot four. And you play bass. And, uh, and basketball. I don't... Nope. You lift the car. basketball <laughs> at all. I do not like sports. Josh, what is happening in youth ministry right now? 
uh, yeah. either events or, or just things that you're super excited about that's happening Would, at, is, at MRCC. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you just want me to talk about events like because for like church people, like what's coming up kind of thing? Yeah, but also remember that this is going to be broadcast three weeks from now. So. Oh, okay, cool. Thanks for that reminder there, Tyler. Copy, copy. Um, yeah, some really cool things coming up. Um, three weeks from now when this comes out, um, that'll be, you know, that'll be June. So the big thing will be uh, summer camp, really cool. Um, we're actually, um, with the COVID stuff that we're kind of working out of and all that in the camps, all that, we're actually splitting camp this year. really pumped about it. So camp's going to be halfway through July. Um, we'll have a middle school camp second week of July and then a high school camp third week of July. Um, really cool. Which this will be the first time that, that the youth ministry has split for, for camps. Camp. So, so I'm really excited. Are yeah. you a little bit like kind of nervous about it too? Or are you mostly just excited? Yeah. You think it's going to go Oh great? yeah. Oh yeah. When it, something's brand new, you're always nervous. So the, the nice thing is there's a lot of structure, you know, passed down from Zach that's already there. So, you know, making the camps happen, uh, you know, the structure's there and, and I'm not too worried about that. But, you know, now there's two of them. Now that means two bus drivers. But anyways, we don't have to talk about that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little anxious, but I'm really excited because really the heart behind it um, is splitting the crews up because I think right now I passionately believe with, um, you know, with COVID and the isolation and all that, I really just want our leaders to have more one-on-one time. So I think breaking up the groups gives uh, the, the leaders to have more one-on-one time with each of the students, which I think is incredibly needed and valuable right now. So that's really really the heart of behind it is um, we just want to connect with the kids better. Um, and I think that in that context, it's just a little bit easier if we split um, middle school and high school this year. Um, if it turns into a thing the following years, maybe. I don't know. But we're going to try it. Um, got a lot of good feedback. Really pumped about it. Uh, plus, summer camp's my favorite thing that we do as a youth. So going to two of them sounds like the best thing ever, and I'm pumped. Yeah, I this will be my first summer in like a decade not going to yeah. a summer camp. Well, we can change that if you'd like. <laughs> Tyler, you could, you're invited. Uh, whoever's listening to this podcast, you know, hit me up if you want to be a, a leader. Josh well, is just using this Merck. as a recruiting tool. Yeah, hey, we're going to be start making a big push for new leaders uh, this summer. So if you're interested, um, I can find me on a Sunday. Josh or at mrccnow.org. Yeah. That's on the internet. Perfect. Yep. So what are you most excited about, you know, what's happening right now in youth ministry on yeah. Wednesday nights? Yeah, on Wednesday nights, a uh, couple of things. Uh, I'm, I would say the thing I'm most excited about um, is just seeing, um, you know, I, we don't need to talk about COVID forever. We've all been through it. But just seeing um, how our youth ministry and our core students and even reaching beyond that has just become um, – they've been they've become really just so tight um and it's really starting to become uh and starting to feel more like a family and you know um as youth ministry goes out and grows and brings more people in the way you do that is you expand your core crew so i just i've just been really encouraged to see and this is nothing i'm doing it's nothing you know it's all god um and just in being present and faithful just seeing these students connect and and start to form deep meaningful relationships with each other and push each other towards God and Jesus and 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 what's coming out of that is we're having really deep conversations with students every Wednesday that lead into texts phone calls um really really good conversations so I mean for me I just uh, the tightness of the group coming and being united in Christ and then um you know starting to really build really deep meaningful connections with with the students they're you know 10 years down from the road I'm excited to see where they're at so that kind of thing is probably what I'm most excited for also um Brent and I is one of our dreams when we first came on was to have a totally student-led worship team and like we're literally like 95 percent there and just seeing that dream that we had four years literally four years ago and you know it's that kind of thing takes time just seeing it come to together has been just 
been nuts. It's been really cool. We recently helped out at a uh, our kids kind of camp that we did here on campus over this past weekend as of recording and uh, called Elevate. And the youth worship team played uh, worship for Elevate and, and led that. And it was super cool to see, especially since I'm not over there on Wednesday nights anymore, to see the youth worship team go. And, and it was just super yep. awesome. So I'm, I'm really uh, proud of all those kids. And also just it's really amazing to see what God's doing through them as they're yep. serving and stepping up. So, yeah, really cool things. The band name is actually the they've named themselves the Blueberry Squirrel Girl. So if any of our students ever listen to that, the worst youth worship team's name the is Blueberry what? Squirrel Girl. I it happened at a, at a hangout. I don't know exactly how it came up, um, but Blueberry Squirrel Girl is the name of our worship team. Okay. The youth worship team. I love it. They love it. If you know, you know. They, they all giggle, so we're sticking with it. Okay. <laughs> all right. On a different note, I want you to reach back in your, your brain deep. Oh, I was like, is there a prize under my chair? No, no. I totally I started to read. <laughs> Where's the money under my chair, Tyler? What is one of your favorite memories of us as interns? Because I was an intern for a short period of time with you. What's, what's Am I allowed to share some of these? I mean, tell me. As inter, I don't know if we were interns. Um, I honestly think, um, I can't. <laughs> uh, okay, I have a couple, uh, but I don't think we we're interns anymore. One of them is definitely when Tyler jumped in the freezing cold baptismal with ice water in his skivvies in his undies. That was fantastic. No, okay, just to clarify. wasn't that just like a year ago though? Was that last year? No, it wasn't 2020. It was in 2019. It was it 2019? Yeah. So about two years ago. Yeah, that it, was one of my it favorite was memories. Freezing cold. And we got water. Yeah, we all put over. ice in it. Actually, okay, sorry to clarify. He didn't have, he wasn't his underwear. He was wearing a plastic bag. And a shirt. I had a closer shirt on. Oh, that's right. That's right. So we looked like Mowgli. And yeah, anyways, oh it was hilarious. Gosh. And we all cracked up. Oh, and, man. I, uh, just I wish we, we had the video. Water everywhere. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was everywhere. Merc behind the scenes. Merc means MRCC. Sorry, I need to clarify that. But Merc behind the scenes. I uh, remember very fondly. When we uh, we used to have a, this riser for our drum set, and it was just this like carpeted wooden oh, drum yeah. riser, and one day we decided to tow it around the park. It had wheels on it, so we decided to tow it around it's the parking lot. It's still behind the church. It is. It is still behind the church. It is. We I just get rid of that. Yeah, and and we towed Josh around on it one day. We all kind of whipped around the parking lot and yeah. whipped around the parking lot with it, and just we. Seeing Josh's face while riding on top of that thing and was, not trusting Zach and driving. not trusting Zach driving was pretty great. well. He threw me into like six trees. It was really funny. Um, and then my other uh, sorry, you can I would, I would love it if Tyler shared him. Oh, I was just gonna say you sleeping everywhere. I like. To oh, sleep. also he I, made a book of my sleep areas. That was Brent. I fall asleep on every van. Oh yeah, Brent did that. Every van, every opportunity for a nap, I take it. Also, never forget when I was super exhausted and I had you drive my truck. And you, were, and you were mad. You were like, don't wreck my I was truck. Like, don't wreck I need my to truck. sleep right now. And you were like white knuckled <laughs> the entire time. I know. I was like, well, I mean, you're right. I've never driven a truck this big. So I, but like once he went to sleep, I, I, I bombed and <laughs> don't get a ticket. <laughs> and uh, I got two tickets this month. It's bad. Pray for me. But nice. Oh, gosh. Pers- too personal. Uh, my other memory, uh, sorry, we don't need to, but is uh, just Brent and I were, we had. Winter camp and the pass was closed and icy and it was nuts and we didn't know if we were gonna get there or not. But literally, 
Brett and I were sandwiched between two semis for at least at least twenty seconds, maybe. And to clarify, this was I was driving, and yep. we had a trailer that we were yep. pulling behind. We had us. a trailer. And this is the first time that either of us have really done trailer driving, so, so we're already neither nervous. Neither of us know what we're and doing. The pass and was we're literally nervous. closed the day before and the next and day. And it was all snowy. And when Josh says that we were between two semi trucks, what I mean is two semi trucks tried to merge lanes into yep. our lanes. Which lanes you couldn't see. At the same time, which you can't see the lanes because there's yeah. too much snow. So there's just these two semi-trucks bearing down on us for like yep. and we thought we were 20 gonna seconds of like, they're going to squish us. We're yep. going to die. We're at, oh, this is the moment. We're this actually going to die. We're going to go meet Jesus right now. Yes. And uh, we ended up surviving somehow by the grace of God. And somehow he, camp happened. And he let yep. us take a bunch of kids up and duct tape them to trees and stuff. Oh! Yeah, that still might be my favorite game. I got the honor and glory to ask students permission to duct tape them up in trees about six, ten feet up. Glorious moment. That was, I, that was a good. That probably is my might be one of my proudest moments as a youth pastor is being able to do that. <laughs> it was not bullying. They gave us permission. That's good. It was really fun. Uh, another question that I have, and I just I'm going to ask because I know that you read a lot, is what are you reading right now and what's the impact that's having on you? Yeah. Um, I just uh, finished a book called Hope uh, Hope isn't Hope has a name. Sorry, by John Mark Comer. Um, I love John Mark Comer. He's a pastor. And is it uh, my name is Hope? My name is Hope. Sorry, I just finished that. Um, really cool. I love um, John Mark Comer's uh, writing. He's a really fantastic writer. Um, not trying to, uh, you know, some some things people might disagree with. That's okay. I'm not trying to go there or anything. Uh, but I think he has a lot of good content, a lot of good perspectives, specifically uh, with mental health. He wrote a really awesome book called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, which I one million one bajillion percent recommend to every single person on the planet uh the ruthless elimination of hurry it's a bright orange book um john mark comer's author he wrote that he's written a couple other books but that one for sure like read that one um and you will have it will definitely help i love that book i have like four or five on my shelf yeah he's an excellent author um and, and he's a pastor in portland he's cool uh, and then I'm, I'm going to start a book uh, actually by, uh, I believe his name is, oh man, I don't want to get his name wrong. I just found out about Gary Fields, Dave Fields. Uh, he's been, a, he's by a lot of um, youth pastors that have been in the game for a long time. He's seen as kind of like the top guru, and that's not the right word, of youth ministry. He's written a couple of Dave Fields, um, DYM ministry. He wrote a book called just the first two years of youth ministry I'm going to dive into. Um, but actually, the the book I'm excited to read after that, I have two, two um, but I'm going to read a book um, that actually Justice Portman, if you ever listen to this, he recommended. I'm really excited. It's called Hero Maker, and it's all about um, um, setting people around you up to be leaders and equipping them to lead um, and what that looks like. So I'm really excited to dive into that and read that one next. Um, so that, um, But yeah, I mean, some books that I just recommend uh, in general are The Bait of Satan by John Bevere. Um, and, and What's that about and why? Oh, it's uh, it's a, it's a big one for me. I grew up with a lot of church hurt in my heart, um, and it's all about um, offense and being offended and being hurt and getting through that and walking through Jesus. And I and I definitely think that book, along with um, the Search for Significance, um, reading both those two books, were a dramatic um, shift in my life. Um, just I recommend those two books um, to any and everyone. Um, uh, the the Boundaries book is great. I love that. But I I would say th that w those two books boundaries and the ruthless elimination of hurry are probably like my four like hey i would recommend these to anyone and everyone um change your life so yes i hope that answers the question
Awesome. Yeah. So talking about uh, the hero maker was the one you were talking about. That's, yeah. Yeah. You know, encouraging people, uh, raising people up as leaders and stuff. And I know that that's something that both you and I as interns with Zach, Zach was huge. Uh, Pastor Zach was huge on building people up and building leaders yeah. and pouring into yeah. people who want to serve and lead. And we have a lot of fantastic leaders that help in yeah. uh, our, our youth ministry. So what are some of your thoughts on just how that leadership, I know you mentioned that um, the camp, you're excited because it gives the leaders more time with the students. Yeah. What is sort of the culture uh, at culture, our youth ministry for, <laughs> culture uh, at for, culture. for leadership? And like, what have you seen that have been some huge like wins yeah. and, and developments yeah. there? Yeah. yeah, some easy wins that, that have been dramatic um, in kind of uh, raising up our culture at youth. One is uh, one big one, but an easy one to change. Um, it's just been starting every every gathering, every meeting with with a spirit of celebration, and so the first thing we start with is like, hey, what's like the wins from the week? What's the wins from last Wednesday? Uh, you know, what's your a win for you on a Thursday at your track meet? Like, what we we celebrate each other. Um, that's just been huge in building, you know, kind of breaking down walls and and helping build relationships there and uh, celebrating and encouraging one another. But I mean, at least we're kind of you kind of asked two questions there, Brent. But um, the kind of the main just i haven't read hero maker the book yet but at least what from what i've gleaned and what i want to get better at is the main thing is the difference in in you know leading people and allowing them is actually in equipping them to be leaders is um instead of you know assigning tasks it's giving allowing them to have responsibility of ownership of something and kind of coaching them i'm learning more and more that i want to be a coach through these things um i love uh, I, i know a lot of people look at ministry and leading ministry as you know like being in the band and being the lead singer and you have the other components, but you're, you're the lead singer and you're doing your thing or like you're the quarterback of the team making the calls, boom, boom, boom. Really what, where my heart is and what I want to be developed into and work and grow into is being, you know, kind of that quarterback or that lead singer figure, kind of, but more so I want to be the coach actually. That's there facilitating, helping and allowing people to figure the stuff out um, and they're just to kind of guide and be along. So I, I, from what I've gleaned from what Justice has told me about the book, is that it's it's all you know ways to kind of narrow that in and, and equip yourself to to allow leaders to take on responsibility and ownership and push them forward and encourage them that and come alongside and coach them so um that's really my whole heart behind everything that i do and what's that's the main thing i want to do so i'm really i'm really excited that i found this book and i'm really pumped to read it i'm not an expert by any means but that's what i'm learning i hope that answered the question no Mr. that was Brent. awesome that was awesome and i i actually have one kind of fun thing i don't know tyler how much more time do we have as much time as we want. Awesome. Well, then I've heard through the grapevine that you have a certain set of songs that are on your blacklist for worship because they're too old. So uh, oh I would gosh. love for you to share a little bit <laughs> about. Why does everyone? What? Sorry. I love canceling worship music. I would sorry. Just like I love canceling music. You to I guess. share a little bit about uh, what you, yeah, uh, your heart behind youth worship specifically, oh, and and why yeah. you're so adamant. Oh that, gosh. That worship. Well, okay. It actually has nothing to do with worship, and so that might be the bad part. But since I like I interned at a record label, and I said music was my my major in college, but it's more specifically music business. So like I spent like five years of my life studying pop culture uh, and music industry and all that, and that's like my side passion. Like if you want to know about two thousand and eight to two thousand and fourteen music industry stuff, like I'm your guy. I can talk to you about. It. Doesn't matter. No one cares. But Hawk Nelson for life. Yeah, stuff like that. Anyways, so like those things are ingrained in me. Classic crime. And so 
out of those things and like how to become popular. Oh gosh, Classic Crime, best band I ever lived. Theron, where you at, boy? Uh, thank you. Uh, they're from Seattle as well. Anyways, cool. Um, but the uh, the the pop industry and, and how you make it as a musician, even how you make it um, as an artist in 2021, is something that I love and I'm passionate about. And 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 I just love pop music. And so for me. Unfortunately, if the song is more than five years old, I just think it needs to die and go away forever. And if the song is uh, around three years old, I think there's some leeway there. But I, I'm sorry, like churches shouldn't be playing Oceans every week anymore. It's just nuts. Um, last time we played Deep Cries Out, someone broke their foot. And I know people love to bring that back. Not going to do that anymore. Like there's a lot of really awesome worship that we're missing because anyway sorry i just i once a song has been played like 10 times like i just think there needs to be a new song that's just my opinion and so i've kind of let that creep into how i lead, lead no, that's the awesome. worship ministry that's, i just that's awesome thank you for sharing that i do want to say though i think because i mean i'm an old soul personally so i love a lot of old stuff and i also didn't grow up in church as a kid so yeah. like all these older worship songs from like the 90s and stuff are all newer to me. Like I've been hearing them for the yeah. first time. Of course they sound dated. the drums on them are horrible. They sound dated, but yeah. um, why do you think it's so important to stay fresh and new with, with worship music and why is it so yeah. important to be continuing to go to new places with worship? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, in our context, I know every church is different and, and all that. And at least in our context, um, I would, this is a guesstimate, say probably at least 60% of our students um, aren't following Jesus, didn't grow up in church, so they actually have no context for worship anyways. So, I mean, my goal behind the music that we pick is like, hey, I want it to, I do, I want it to sound like something they listen to on the week so they can relate and feel comfortable with it, because worship is in part sound theology worshiping God and stuff too, but I also want them to feel comfortable laying down boundaries to say, hey, like, you know, I've, I've, this sounds familiar. I'm comfortable letting my guard down a little bit and engaging. Um, and really, that's just the heart behind it is, you know, part of being a worship pastor in Brazil in that area is, is allowing people to be comfortable where they're able to be like, have that moment with God, to have that moment where they're able to lift their hands. And a lot of that is song selection. Uh, um, and I know people will argue about that till the day we die. And I think that's great because um, the heart there is we all want to be better and do it right. And I think the culture at each church is different. And I think that's awesome. So, um, I mean, the rea I just, you know, I want them to feel comfortable with it. And really, that's the heart behind it, honestly. So And make obviously, the make sure the theology is good. <laughs> I didn't prep you for this question, but I just thought of it. Yeah. Um, the TikTok generation, Gen yeah. Z is known specifically and millennials are known for cancel culture <laughs> yeah what what do you want people who don't know about gen z specifically not millennials because we're we're in that but what do you want people specifically to know about gen z uh, that they wouldn't expect because because yeah i mean i know a lot about gen z and and how yeah how they work but i want i want to hear it from you yeah. as a youth pastor's perspective what do you yeah. think of of gen z yeah and what I, and, sorry and what do you want people to know about them that they wouldn't yeah. know yeah um it, it's hard when we put our millennial lens or we put our boomer lens or you know whatever those generations are on the thing that constantly blows me away and even challenges me and speaks to me is um you know all the crazy cancel things all the things are taken too far all those things aside is um the deep um, how do I say this? The deep, um, I there's a better word for this, the deep, um, but they just care about each other. 
and they want um, now, do they know how to how to figure things out? Do they know the how and the why? No, I, I think we'd all agree with that. But they have a, a deep um, um, respect, uh, togetherness, um, and um, I th- I think they're a, a really selfless generation. I know that I know that kind of might sound weird from an older lens because of you know kind of their actions, but I think that really stems for is they all care and they're they're uh, for each other and they want to see the best. I mean, that's that's what I say. I'm constantly blown away that. Um, you know, we we when we take our lens off, they they significantly care about who they are and their neighbor, and um, and I know that looks different in our context. We don't need to talk about that, but I, that's what I would say. Kind of I've a more unified generation than than maybe some other ones, or maybe than some people would yes. expect. Correct. A more that's the way I would say a pretty it. inclusive generation. Correct. Is what you um, would say. And I know that leads to a, an open network of all these different things. That's sure. not what I'm trying to say. I would just say uh, a deep rooted down, they actually care about people. So that's awesome. is what I would say. Well, cool. Well, hey, thank you for coming on, being our first guest. What an honor to be the first guest. <laughs> oh, you saw that? I was gonna make. It, I, I thought gonna you were gonna say it. something else. Oh, uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Oh, with man. our time you listen to this. All right. Uh, I'm just honored. Uh, you know, hit like, hit follow, tell your friends, tell your family. A lot more good content coming. Um, subscribe, share. You know the deal. Um, you know, reach out, email if you have any questions. We'd love to take questions from you guys. Uh, I mean, yeah. If anyone has any, quar- no, seriously. I mean, I guess if anyone email. has any questions or comments, no, follow us on in Instagram, MRCDC now, and just yeah. just message us or something like that. Whatever you want. Yeah, and if you're listening to this, uh, send us a comment. Your favorite '90s worship song. Um, we'd love to giggle with you about that. Or maybe you love it. We're not making fun of you. We love it. So, so. Good stuff. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>